0: It's time for Inside the MFL, the official sports talk radio show of the Minor Football League. Football fans, this show is for you as we bring you the most up to date information from the league's 32 franchises across the country.
1: We'll find out who football.
0: It's time to get inside the MFL with your host, Richard Miles Sr. Football! Welcome to another edition of Inside the NFL. I'm your host, Dr. Richard Miles, Sr., CEO, Chairman, and Founder of the Minor Football League. Uh, You know, we're excited about this. It's a little crisp, rainy Saturday morning. Uh, The NFL is the laboratory of change, and what we mean by that, we bring former players from the field to the front office. We're getting ready for our combine, uh, as I stated, and, you know, we like to stay as transparent as possible. Uh, we tried to do a combine down in uh, down in Richmond, but the weather was so bad that we held up on it. But we are getting ready to do uh, one for the uh, Mid-Atlantic Division here in Washington, D.C. And as I tell uh, MFL Nation all the time, uh, we always have on here our guests, some of our staff, and most of you guys know him, you know, uh, he played here in Washington, D.C., went to Arizona, but I'm not going to hold that against him. Um, Mr. Uh, VP of Football Operations, Mr. William Redmond, how are you doing today this morning? I'm doing fine. And you guys? Yeah, hey, you know, hey, man, it, it, I'm glad uh, you had to take time out of your busy schedule to be a part of the show this morning. Uh, as we want to tell the NFL Nation and stuff, Tell them a little bit about you, even though they don't know you, but tell them a little bit about you and your background, sir.
1: Okay. First of all, I'm a Washington native. My name is William Redman. I grew up in the area here in Northwest, played with Number 10 Boys Club, uh, Lincoln, Rebote, Roosevelt. And and then I ended up at the University of Arizona, the best university in the world. We're not gonna
0: hold that against you. We're not gonna <laughs> hold that against you.
1: Okay, and, uh, well well, I'm pretty pretty much finished, Miles. You know, I'm, I'm 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 not a man of short words, but big, you know, thoughts.
0: Well, we're getting ready for the the three season, and uh I know you really working hard. Along with the rest of the staff, and we did uh, had a whole bunch. We because we doing Bobby Wilson uh, internship program. We had a lot of guys to apply for the internship, but the problem was, what was the problem there, uh, Mr. Redman? A lot of people on the uh, on the West Coast. So right now we try to take a division at a time. And I know you had the opportunity to talk to a lot of these guys, who very qualified and everything. And I know there was a sight about being a part of this, which we'll get back to them. You want to give the MFL nation a little bit of, uh, uh background about, you know, your, your process and talking to them.
1: Oh yeah. My process really, first of all, it, it, it definitely is about having dignity of what you're doing. And, uh, I really love this game. I love what I do. I'm a VP for a reason. Um, I just want everybody to come on here, stay focused, and the people that been working with that program is incredible. Even though they're in California somewhere, Ohio, but they've been doing a great job.
0: Absolutely, and these interns doing a great job. And also, we have uh we, we're screening some other coaches here on the um, on the East Coast, which uh, we'll be going over that. Uh, those applications as well. But we are getting ready for the season. And, and, and more importantly, the MFL is about, you know, is the laboratory and Like I say, we want to bring former players from the field to the front office, getting them an opportunity to coach, give these guys an opportunity that uh, even the players, that they won't find outside of college or professional football. So um, that's why it's so important that we also have – An opportunity for these young men if they we want to make sure they get their degree as well uh that's why we also have the program beyond the field because what happened mr redmond when you can't play no more football i mean you need that degree to fall back on and that's something that we're proud about the fact that we do have some schools that are willing to give these young men an opportunity and it just don't have to be athletes if you have you know we have kids uh, young people in the uh, in the area where our franchise is at and you're interested in going to school, give us a you know, call. Uh, you can reach us on our website, MFL dot com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can always also call us, 240-551-8031. And it's very important that we get these young men again, young ladies, an opportunity because we do have dance teams as well. But more importantly we are really trying to get things going. we three months out uh, from the start of the season, which was started in June, the first week in June. Uh, so that might be June the 5th, if I'm not, you know, mistaken. But, you know, I want people to understand that we are doing some uh, things and we want these guys to get an opportunity to, to play. The NFL is the only developmental minor professional football league in the country <laughs> Yes, we had 32 franchises around. We go on, we go on division. We go on, uh, division by division, uh, placing these coaches. Also, we do. We had a great um, meeting over there in Africa. Dr. Charles is doing a great job, and uh, we getting an opportunity to put these franchises. The 16, we putting over in Africa. Uh, that's that's very. Uh, that's coming along good uh mr redmond and and I know we uh have didn't have an opportunity that we all will be in the NFL meeting, and we'll be able to go over some other things but um more importantly, we want these young men to understand it's good to dream about playing in the national Football League, but sometimes you gotta wake up, Mr. Redmond, you know what I mean yeah. nothing wrong with that
1: well, I tell you what it it's the truth, you know because uh prime example when I came up at Cleveland and um, I was it was me making a cut or Charles white the last cut I got hit and blew my knee out and they sent me home and said thank you for coming up so you have to have something else you know to think about to give back because it's a hard, it's a awful pain when you've been doing something all your life and then you you can't right. do it no more
0: right? And, and, and that's that's the prime example, the fact that you have played on all the highest levels and even you as good as you was. You know, uh, football is a collision sport. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? And, and oh, yeah. you know, stuff can happen, man. You know, you'd be surprised in injuries. You can play a long time or some t- sometimes you might have the misfortune of getting that one hit. Soon as you get out there, it can end things for you. So... The fact that we want people to understand that laboratories change. We want people okay. to, yeah, yeah. to understand the significance of that because we're more than just a football league. And, you know, and I want to tell guys ahead of time because we like to stay transparent as possible. The NFL is not a semi-pro league. I, I, you know, I don't know what that is. And I tell people all the time, it's no such thing as semi-pro, either you're pro or you're not. That was just an ignorant term people used to justify saying our like football. And that's not beating up these overlords, semi-pro leagues or whatever. But we are only the only minor professional developmental league in the country. And what I mean by that, I'm going to explain that to him, Mr. Redmond, the fact yes, that dude. we do not paid players. No, what well, we have a million dollars worth of insurance in case of injury. We take care of the, uh, we provide the brand new uniforms. We provide the transportation when they have to travel to play the other team in the hotel, in the pregame meal. Now, to a lot of people, that might not sound a lot, but it's a lot. It's very expensive. And uh, we want people to understand this is not the NFL. We have no affiliation with the NFL. We, They, the NFL, they who they are, we who we are. But we want to give young men an opportunity where you still have relevancy. And you still want to play this game. But also, if you want to get that uh, that uh, degree as well, we oh, want man. to do that. And like I say, this is not just for people that play football. If you, if you know people out there that are interested in and want to get an opportunity to go to school and get that degree, because you know, Mr. Reverend, that's very important. You want to have that. very important. That's so, very important. Absolutely. So these are the type of things the NFL uh we do. Uh, the MFL is the laboratory of change. But I wanna just switch uh if I may, i want to just switch um uh I wanna switch uh uh switch over a minute because I, I would be remiss if I don't talk about the um the NFL and the reason I'm talking about that is because uh Lamar that I mean, how can you make uh, league MVP, and no one wants to give you an opportunity to play for him, Mitch Rep. Now you you've played on that high level as well It's me.
1: I mean, do that- well, I mean to tell you, I'm mean here to tell you, good one day gone the next day. I don't care who you are. The boy is a great quarterback, but he hurt himself by trying to, you know. Coach to coach on uh, well, I can make my own decision, you know, without getting help. And then he say he hurt. He I, I believe he could have came back and played, but he played hurt. And um he's trying to make a decision about his life. I understand it. But sometimes you can't do that. Well, you know, they was talking about
0: I I say collusion. There's nowhere yeah. in the world uh that it wasn't. Uh, the Ravens had the opportunity to get this guy, but you have to feel and kind of understand what he's saying because here Cleveland signed uh, the young man for all that money, and he ain't playing two years, and the uh, playing plan, uh, and uh, they're not giving him that contract. and And I understand as uh, the president, but when they sign somebody to a contract the way. It was done with the Cleveland Browns. What happens when these? Uh, when you had the the, uh, the kid up in Cincinnati, and and up there in San Diego, what do you think they're going to be asking for?
1: It yeah, was, well, you know, a lot of times you might think you can ask for that and get it. It all depends on what you you did that year, what your stock is, and some going to get it, some not going to get it. Well, I just think,
0: also, do you think, uh, and I'm just throwing this question to you, mm-hmm. do you think not having the agent hurt him?
1: I, I really believe so. You know, but, and why- you know, one thing about it, you got to trust is a major key in that business. And if you don't trust nobody, it's going to hurt you either way. Because you never know if that trust is real or not. Well, you look at agents do always have
0: inside people, and they know what you can get. Is he right. worth the money? Yes. Yes. I don't, I don't want to pay the money? No. But is it? But this is a this right here is kind of big than a lot of people think. Because you and I know agents don't want to be cut out. Because if he do this by himself. The rest of these players are going to say, we don't need agents. We can save yeah. that money. You're right. You, you're, you're correct. So there's a lot of components in this. And, and you know, they don't want that to happen because then you're cutting them out of millions of dollars. So right. I can understand, and I tell people a lot of times, it ain't really personal. It can be,
1: but it's just yeah. business. And that's what this all amounts to. This is business. Yeah, because a lot of time their budget, you know, won't allow them to, to, to pay that top dollar. So they can only go as much as they can. They got a whole team to think about, not just one person.
0: My thing here was, was they didn't have a lot of pieces around him.
1: Uh, I believe that. You're, you're so true. You're right. He, he needed help.
0: The no. Boy
1: was a great quarterback. Hit you on a dime. Run on the no spot. Receivers. So you right. know, yeah. No receivers.
0: They did not address that. Yeah. They still have not addressed that. But yet and still, I just take a, a few more minutes on this subject before we move on. Now, Rogers don't have that problem. They waiting for him, they're gonna give him the money, and he's <laughs> still procrastinating.
1: Uh it, if it, we it, they, they it. don't play that, a, a part in this. <laughs> And we need to wake up, right? Well, I'm not going to play the race card. Not on this yeah. air. Maybe another show. But, yeah, um, I'm just it, it, it just, you know, he just got to, everybody got their opinion. And a lot of us, you know, had a wrong opinion about that.
0: Well, uh, and Rogers, he's getting 50 um, some million a year. Yeah. That's
1: uh, nowhere near what. Um,
0: but that's for one year, yeah, Lamar ain't getting even if Lamar signed for one year, he won't be getting that, and if they if they franchise tagged him, uh we know how that worked out because we know what uh what uh, uh happened with the Washington team when they signed um uh the quarterback for and they they franchise tagged him twice. Uh, this is this is uh, this is the problem that they're going to continue to have and not just the NFL as a whole because now these these players are getting uh, smarter but they still have to understand the different components that, it, that this entails because them uh, agents they're not going to like the fact that you're going around them and I really think if he had a agent, it would have been things would have been a lot better for him.
1: Yes, I think so too.
0: You know, but sometimes we tend to feel like well, we can go because I don't, I don't condone him for what he's doing because, as you say, he got to look out for what's what uh, his benefit for his him and his family. You know. That's because, right. hey, uh, this is business. It's still business. Still business. But to say there's nobody out there wanting, man, you got, what, 30, 32 franchises out there and maybe three or four of them, maybe four, at the most got a uh, legitimate quarterbacks. Yeah, you're right. And you tell me all these other teams out here, and, you know, sometimes, you think about this. In that draft, I see a whole bunch of African-American quarterbacks, man. That's good. Oh, yeah. They're getting more and more. You know, so we got to, let's get out of that. Uh, people of color can't, uh, uh, don't have that leadership quality about them. they would be a leader quarterback because that's all you got coming out right now. Uh, I mean, the better ones anyway. Of course, other quarterbacks coming out. But those that top tier, maybe as far as what would you say? Eight, I say about eight quarterbacks coming out African American. These guys can play.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. You know these guys can play, and uh, you hear some of the reports that maybe uh, the kid from um, Texas might need. He might be a project, and and the kid from uh. uh and I say a project, this kid throw the ball, you know, this kid throw the ball with uh, with great philosophy and everything. Got an arm on him. Bryce Young, this kid is un uh, unreal. So you look at um, what's coming out. Uh, they're going to have to make a decision. Now, how they do this draft, you never know. Because, you know, when you that first player pick, you're talking about a lot of money there.
1: Yeah, that's why they play these games with these kids now. They they try to get them a different way.
0: Yeah, and and it's a shame that we really
1: don't understand
0: the business part of it. And we're learning, but you have to learn from the from people that really might not have your best interest in heart, you know what I mean? So yeah. these are the types of things that I'm uh I wish uh Lamar all the you know luck in the world and hopefully uh one of these teams come to their senses. And if I was him, I'd just sign a two year deal. You know what I mean? Yes. And get some of the money that you want for two years and after that we negotiate again. I think that would be the best way
1: to go. What you think? I I really do. I, I think it took a hundred 50-50, you know what I'm saying, me, and I, he, it would have been alright for a couple of years. Didn't, didn't come back. Don't waste your time with all these games, you know what I'm saying? Y'all going tick for tat, and you don't have to.
0: And and the kid is 26 years old, man. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I got another question I want to throw at you. Um, uh, I noticed somebody... Um, we're talking about trying to come back in the league that they gave him a hard time. Um, you, you, you know, I'ma say uh, since the Panthers didn't uh, uh, treat him right, and he had an opportunity to, to, to go up, the, up there in New England. But I wonder if Cam really they gonna really give him opportunity to come back into the league. What you think?
1: Well, they gave him an opportunity. But it didn't pan out for him. He, he made some bad decisions, and um, he—I thought he was a good quarterback when he came back. But they just had a, a black mark by his name for some reason.
0: Well, it—it just—it's just funny uh, how uh, players of color—and believe me, I'm not. Depend, pulling no race cards, because to me, I understand business. But it just, uh, Beggar Mayfield was uh, was offered a, a contract of 49 to signed him or tried to sign him in a couple, about three or four other teams. And uh, every, then everybody wanted to just, matter of fact, they just cut him. Um, all of a sudden, his stock is high.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and say it. That, that, no, that kind of, I'm not saying anything. All I can <laughs> say is NFL stands for not for long. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm I just had to touch on that. Um the fact that uh we are still having these uh uh, uh differences. But then again, I'll, I'll be the first one to say, and I say it all the time, you can't tell somebody what to do with their league. Now,
1: yeah, right.
0: being a being a, a man uh, uh, that's really into sports, who you like in the uh, women, uh national championship? Well,
1: it was Maryland women, but right now, it's kind of tough. I think, what, South Carolina or what is it? South Carolina. Yeah.
0: I don't I, think can get them because this that young lady can shoot. And one thing about that, that young lady scored 40 some points the other night. Mm. They're getting a tight game, and that young lady can shoot, just look like Steph, look like Steph, watch your Steph, man. Oh, uh, she's going
1: to uh, put it up. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: And, and she don't just put it up. She can score. So uh, South Carolina won last year. We'd like to see the sister get it again. I'm just scared that uh, I'm telling you, I'm scared of our There's no question about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a strong lady team. Yeah, it,
0: it's definitely they definitely uh, uh that would that'll be a great uh, national championship game if both of them get there. But you know, uh, I'm thinking that whoever win that game will win the national championship. For winning. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I think because you know they play, so they square off, man. Now with the boys, before we move on, uh, who you. Are you,
1: the men's? Um, I just want to see a good game. It's so open to me right now.
0: Well, you got you got four good teams. I I think um, um, uh, when you look at it, uh, everybody Brack, is all messed up. <laughs>
1: Uh, it was it been messed up after the first two games.
0: Yeah. But we gotta give a shout out to Howard for getting there. Uh getting the opportunity that oh, Yeah, play. that's one of
1: my friends playing with a great coach.
0: Absolutely. Uh they had that opportunity there. They advanced and got in there, but you know, we know Kansas was a little too much, but the fact that they uh had an opportunity playing there, that's all good and says. A lot. Uh, I noticed uh, Georgetown finally had to make a move and get a new coach. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Won't, that's what badly needed. Pat, a great ball player and stuff, but sometimes a uh, uh, coaching ain't for everybody. You know, it takes yeah, a type of that. one for him? Absolutely. And you and you got to get the type of players that buy into what you're doing. And there's a lot of pressure on Georgetown to win. And he should know it because he's the main reason why it's pressure there to being in three national championship games and winning one, you know. So yeah. you know, uh, I just say, you know, good luck to Pat and whatever his endeavors is. Uh he's he getting to, and I'm quite sure he's gonna be all right. But getting back to uh uh the MFL, we are uh signing players right now. We we uh, guys can call and register. We want to get ready for uh, this season. Like I say, we will be. We will have the information out about the uh, the, uh, the combines that are coming up. And like I say, we want to give these young men an opportunity you don't find outside of college or professional football. But more importantly, we want these guys to understand, you don't want to just sit back and wait for uh, something to happen that's not going to happen. Uh, You don't need to walk around the streets talking about what you should have and could have done. We want to give you an opportunity where you can get out, get some film on yourself, and evaluate. Uh, A lot of guys don't understand, and I say it all the time, Mr. Redmond, as you know, it's not that you're not good enough to play in the NFL. It's not enough room. Yeah, so true, so true. You know, you're talking about 32 franchises in the NFL. And you got thousands of universities around the country. Now you do the math. So true. So, so true. I'm uh, hoping these young men uh, that watching, that listening to the show, and or relative that know these young men getting out of school, and they know don't they don't know what they want to do in terms of uh, playing because it's hard, and, and you know it's hard to get it out your system. You've been playing something all the sense you what 7 or 8 yeah you you play at the uh the highest level you can play at which is college be a HBCU or power 5 school it doesn't matter you know you still have an opportunity to play in a uh, in a professional league where you can get some film on yourself where people can look wherever you want to take that film at, but the realization of it is, uh, we want to give young men an opportunity to play in the minor football league. And I know, um, you know, in closing, I want to, I want to just swing it to you, Mr. Redman. I know you probably have some um, things you might want to say to the our listening audience that might have sons or or young men that's out there just finishing college that looking and want to play.
1: You're, you're exactly right. And, and just keep on looking, listening on the air, family, friends, or foe, so we can help these young kids take advantage of all the things that we have to offer for them. MFL is here to stay.
0: Absolutely. And we are celebrating uh, 30 years in the Minor Football League. Yes, uh, you know, we stay transparent, we, we had out, we were no different from anybody else. That because of COVID, COVID was bad. Uh, hopefully, uh, people always talk about the norm. This is the norm now, you know, Mr. Redman. So yes, it is. I, you telling people that you know, uh, you know, just protect yourself. Uh, we want to make sure uh, that we give guys an opportunity, but you know, some guys was you know probably disappointed that we didn't go. But we have to think of the league as a whole. You know what I mean? We don't yes. want somebody to say, "Well, I caught, I caught the, you know, I caught the virus because I was playing the NFL." And then you got everybody else, the haters, that say, "Well, they shouldn't have been playing no way." <laughs> you know what I mean? So yes. we're trying to protect this shield. Uh, we're no different than the NFL. We want to protect our shield. More importantly, we want to give young people an opportunity to play. If you young people out there need community service hours. Uh, you can contact us at 240-551-8031. You can go to our website. You can go to our uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, contact us. We have, uh, give you an opportunity to get those those hours because I know we needed those hours too when we was in school. You know, Reverend? Um, yes, sure did. Hours, absolutely. So, you know, in, in, in closing, I want the uh, the young people in the audience. The MFL is here, and uh, we are we are we're the laboratory of change. I tell people all the time, you know, we're not here to take anything from the community. What we want to do is enhance what the community is doing. Uh, we also have programs working with at-risk youth. Our No Thugs No Drugs program. Uh, we have our Early Youth Offender Program, Conflict Resolution Program. And beyond the field, these are programs that the MFL we implement. All our players, we want to make sure they do 100 hours of community service. Uh, we just excited about the MFL, and we're excited about the things that we're doing. And you know, we look forward to kicking this this 23 season off. And you know, uh, just keep up uh, keep the up with us with inside the MFL. I want to thank you, uh, Mr. Redmond, but uh, have taken thank time, you, time on the show this thank morning. You know, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting things going. I know you are, too. I
1: sure am. I'm so excited.
0: All right. Thank you, sir. You've been listening to another edition of Inside the MFL. I'm your host, Dr. Richard Miles, Sr., CEO, Chairman, and Founder of the Minor Football League. We'll see you next week. (laughs) You've been
1: listening to Inside the MFL
0: with Dr. Richard Miles Sr. For more information, visit their page on dcradio.gov.
1: Experience the MFL. How can we experience the MFL? The Minor Football League. Here's information on how you can experience the MFL. The Minor Football
0: League was established in 1993 by founder and CEO Dr. Richard D. Miles Sr. A league created for the people and by the people. To learn more on how you can experience the MFL with the MFL team in your area, visit experiencethemfl.com or go to the MFL is here. The MFL, the laboratory of change. Copyright MFL. No portion of this audio may be reproduced or re-recorded without the written permission from the minor football league. Visit experiencethemfl.com. This is a Mad Voice production.